Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Andrew to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong, and here's why Chris Forwardale, joined by Greg Crone. As always, Gregory, how are you? Who knew the sky could be falling, Chris? The sky is 100% falling. Everything's down bad. Joel Embiid, 59 points. This is, it's like the exact, we're in bizarro world. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> uh, Joel with one of the greatest games in NBA history, statistically, actually. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised in any way. Like, and, and it must have hurt you because, you know. Well, when you play a team that traded everybody, like all their good players, that's that typically you're able to ball out against those teams. Uh, that's, I don't know how much I believe in all of this. I don't know how much I believe in all of this. They're all professionals, Gregory. And, and let's not pretend like Utah has been – has they trade? Yes, they traded Rudy Gobert and uh, and Donovan Mitchell, and Donovan's been great, and Rudy Rudy has been a member of the Timberwolves. Uh, but like they've they've been very good. I know they've been like the best team in the Western Conference, like record wise. They've been very good. That was an impressive performance. I saw. I actually saw a crazy stat. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about so much this week. We've got week eleven. In the National Football League, it's crazy. Eleven, or absolutely 12. crazy. Oh my God, I had a long weekend, so it's difficult for me to remember what things are. Uh, it's it is a a double digit week in the National Football League. <laughs> uh, you know, Sixers play the Bucks on Friday. That's going to be interesting. I've got BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. As always, we're going to use them for our lines and all of. Uh, all of that pertinent information, all of the interesting props and stuff like that. Um, but in terms of Joel, I saw a stat that was the the centers in NBA history. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll let's make this a little bit of a game here, Gregory. How many centers in NBA history over the course of two games have scored a hundred or more points? Back to back games. Probably like four. The answer is five. You uh, got? Can you guess who any of them are? I'd have to assume it's Wilt. Wilt is one. Uh, Kareem. I'd, Kareem is not on the list. Wow. Uh, Shaq. Shaq is not on the list. I don't. I don't think Shaq is on the list. I'm gonna look. I'm looking it up again though. He, I don't so, remember him being on the list. So we have Wilt. I'd say then we go. There's one gimme here. Embiid. Yes. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I wasn't gonna. I would have gotten to him eventually. Um. Hmm. Who else could it be? Like I'm a little. I'm, I'm a tad perplexed. I'm trying to think all of right. like all-time NBA centers. Uh, I mean, Russell wasn't. I don't think. Man, eh, maybe. Well, think about. Think about who owned the scoring record, the modern day scoring record for a very long time. Carl Malone? 
Carmelo was not a center. Greg is. We cannot stress <laughs> how tired Greg is right now. It caught Greg me off as I was saying, Carmelo. Greg is being a trooper. But you are correct. Carmelo not a center. That's why I was confused. This gentleman scored seventy-one points in the final game of the season to win the scoring title. Oh God, I do know this. It's a he's he's a navy man, as it were. David Robinson, the Admiral. Admiral. Exactly. You're never going to get Boogie Cousins. No, Boogie Cousins is on the list. And I believe the fifth player is Kim Olajuwon, though I can't find the list. So Boogie, Boogie did it once. Joel did it once. David did it once. Hakeem did it once. Will did it 86 times. That's, what, what, I'm sorry, 86 <laughs> times? Yeah. Jesus Christ, Will, relax. <laughs> oh my God. Um... Wow. Well, that I mean, it is again impressive. Absolutely impressive. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to take anything away from Embiid for a good game. There's. There's. You know. That's not. That's not my style. I would just prefer to watch winning basketball and not hot garbage like I did for the first six to ten games of the season. Well, Joel said himself that now that the Philly season is over, the the real Sixer season has started. I don't. That that's dumb. That's dumb, Joel. Don't say things like that. Please don't say things like that. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting to watch them play without Harden for a little while, and certainly much tougher to get into an offense. But the other, the one person that's really struggling more than anybody else is Maxi. Boy, with the additional weight of the scoring burden on Maxi's shoulders, it just shows how important Harden is to this team. Uh, he is. He's a hundred percent important. Like he he needs to be out there. It's why you traded for a guy like that. So when you get injured, uh, it's not good. It's almost like he shouldn't have played the second most total minutes in the NBA up to that point. I, I, I can't believe that. Why yeah, why I'm would we do Tyrese that? Maxie. I mean, like Oh, I hate our coach. I hate everything about it. I, I need, I, I need things to. I, I, I just need Doc Rivers gone. It would give me so much more confidence in this team. If I'm being perfectly honest, mm. I, I, I think that with, uh, I think that like, with all the things that we've been through, with all the different, all the different decisions and playmaking and failures, like, can we just? Can we just move on from him? It's clearly not the answer. Like it just isn't. So I'm willing to he can go coach Villanova. Oh God. Anybody <laughs> anybody could coach them for what for what they are planning on putting me through over the course of the next, you know, twenty four to forty eight hours. Well, the one person that doesn't seem capable of coaching them is Kyle Neptune. No, he that that is correct. This is a. it's been a depressing start. As a as a Villanova fan to the season, I am honestly hoping that I get ser- seriously ill tomorrow and can't take part in and better delight. Um, because I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that no. at all. And no. then, like they were literally losing to Delaware State yesterday. That seems bad. Uh, I know. I know. Teams and universities goes on go on runs, and they have theirs and. uh Unfortunately, this one uh, uh, th- this one might be done. I don't know. It feels bad. It's it looked bad, Gregory. Uh, they've really taken the whole 
like like extra guard lineup to a whole new level. I, I they were playing one or they're playing two people above six four, and then they finally let Trey Patterson play. So I mean, they got th- three guys over six four played for Villanova. It, it's it's not that that doesn't seem like a winning uh, recipe. That's just me. I, I feel like I feel like you have to be a little more, you know, uh, height. Uh, like I get positionless basketball. Height-having. Yeah, well, height having for sure. But I understand the idea of positionless basketball. It just feels like uh, feel feels like that's not the way to go about it. No, it's not ideal. Uh, there's a, a lot of really bad things, you know, not having not having Justin Moore because of the the lower leg injury was obviously a killer. Caleb Daniels is trying to be the go-to guy on this team along with Eric Dixon. And it, I'll tell you what, I was looking at the recruiting rankings, uh, especially after DJ Wagner committed to Kentucky yesterday. Not that he was going to go to Villanova, just that it was an impetus to recheck the, the recruiting rankings. And Villanova did not have a top 100 recruit. That seems bad. It seems like you should still be able to capitalize on a title that was, what, three years ago? Not good. Yeah, this uh, this program is going to drop off very, very quickly, unfortunately. Uh, you know, the, the one thing that people do, uh, the Ken Hangner had on a little bit, I guess Cam Whitmore's been hurt. Cam Whitmore's a big-time NBA prospect. He is, in fact, above six foot four. So hopefully, once Whitmore comes back, I think he's going to be reevaluated in a couple of weeks. The team looks a little different, but I'm not holding out hope. I'm not holding out hope at all. I was thinking maybe I would try to take in a couple of games this year. Don't know that I'm going to be spending that money. Chris, you had a good run. You had a good run. I got an email the other day. Uh, cause I obviously get the Villanova emails all the time. I got an email the other day about, uh, Oh, season ticket, new, a new row of season tickets, is, you know, uh, is available. They, they just put in this new row. I was looking at the prices. It was like, huh, 325 bucks for the year for courtside tickets. That doesn't sound right. Women's tickets, women's, women's basketball team. Well, might be better not- basketball. Yeah, that, uh, it probably is. Honestly, they have uh, Denise Dillon, who used to be the head coach at Drexel. She took over for a long time. Uh, women's head coach, can't remember his name. That's uh, brain fog, just being exhausted. Uh, but she took over two, three years ago, maybe at this point. Um, but yeah, she's she's a really accomplished coach. Really, you know, did well with Drexel in the CAA. made it to the NCAA tournament, uh, I believe, once or twice. So you probably would be seeing some pretty good women's basketball. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't know that I need courtside tickets, though. I don't know that I need courtside season tickets. No, probably not. But still, I I get it. I'll tell you what. If if I would have still lived in Pennsylvania... And it was the tickets were 325 bucks as they were in the offer. I probably would have bought a couple just to be like, eh, I'll go to like three or four games a year. It'll be worth it to go hang out, sit courtside. It's always fun. But uh, given the circumstances as they are, it was not a, it's not, not a good, ideal, not a good use yeah. of my monies. Um, the dwindling monies that I have, especially with that feeling. The holiday season coming up. Do you know the holidays are coming up, Craig? 
Yeah, it's the worst. It's the. I mean, honestly, it's probably the worst. So tired. It's, I'm trying. It's probably the worst timing, honestly, for the holidays to show up from a financial standpoint. So I, I, I don't like it. I'd appreciate the holidays, you know, waiting around maybe a couple extra months or one to two to four more months, if you, if you ask me. Well, if it's any consolation, they are going to wait one month. So that we can check that box, we can check for you. Well, that's it will good. be. It will be more than one month until Christmas hits us, but doesn't feel like it i I can't i can't like the amount of black friday deal emails i keep getting oh me too best buy every day uh they're they're the biggest culprit the biggest culprit every day and then i look at it and it's just as you would say hot garbage i just don't know like like what what, what's going to be the deal on black friday am i going to buy something now and then, like three weeks from now, when Black Friday, to a week and a half from now, when Black Friday hits, it's going to be something even, you know, like something even more on what I just paid for. Like, what are we doing? Well, here, okay. One thing I will say in Best Buy's defense, it is very easy to get price adjustments. Uh, if you if you purchase something from Best Buy and you see that it's, I think you have like thirty days, you find it at a lower price. From like a legitimate source, which by the way now includes Amazon, which I was a little surprised by. Uh, all you, there's a website you can go. To. You don't even have to do any. You don't have to talk to a human being. You can just go to the website uh, and put in the information. And it, I've had very good experiences with them uh, adjusting it and giving me money back. So people should pay attention to that. Know that you can get some money back if it comes to it. Um, Greg, I uh, I've just been watching. I was watching YouTube TV all weekend, buddy. It's the best. Uh, I can I take it on the go. It's that's <laughs> the best. That's the best part of it, not being tied to my to my basement. And the I just I can't get over how amazing the picture quality is. Like, why why was I not made aware of this before? I feel like people were keeping secrets from me. I I, I apologize. I guess I don't know. You should. <laughs> the 4k content is outstanding way like i get way more 4k content than cox the options are great i'm i'm in love with youtube tv i'm i love it it's the best if you're fine with dealing with a little bit of a delay which it's not even that bad it's uh, fast consider- i get you know what my cable was like <laughs> i was gonna say considering mine was faster than than yours which is hilarious considering you had a set top box we have talked um, about this before greg was literally over two minutes ahead of me during was it the NBA draft or the NFL? I think draft? it was the NBA draft. Yeah, it was over two minutes ahead of me, and I was watching it on actual cable. I've never in my lifetime known that. It's crazy. No, it's it's ridiculous, and I will never make that mistake again because now I have YouTube TV. You came to the good the good guys side. I like it. <laughs> it's exciting. Um, it's exciting. Uh, makes me happy. I look, I think about buying, here's the problem. Can I tell you the one thing that scares me a little bit? They make it very easy to spend a lot of money with. Them. Oh, well, obviously. with all of the like, Oh, do you want to, you want to attach HBO max to this? Oh, do you want to attach this plan? Do you want to attach that plan? <laughs> uh, it's the best. Uh, they know how to get you, buddy. It is outstanding. Uh, what do you say we do our picks? What do you, let's get our picks sure. out of the way. Let's talk. Let's talk some football, and we will get back to uh, whatever other tomfoolery comes about afterwards. Or you just go to sleep. We'll do you a solid 
and you just go to sleep. One of those two things will most certainly happen. I can't guarantee which. It's a very interesting week in football. Last week, uh, less so for our Philadelphia Eagles, but we'll talk about them. When the time comes, starting Thursday night, the Tennessee Titans travel to Green Bay to take on the red-hot Green Bay Packers. Bavada has the Packers minus three at home. I mean, the Titans are the Titans. I'd consider money line in this game. Like I know the Packers just beat the Cowboys. Like I get that, but the Titans have sort of dialed it in, you know. And this is not me being a hundred percent mad at the fact that I bet on the Packers five straight weeks in a row and then proceeded to go against them for the first time and went completely backwards. Oh, uh, and yeah, bad, bad, bad Packers Cowboys picks this week. One of my worst picks in a long time. Yeah, Packers Cowboys uh, this week. I was not, hyping up the alt. I was hyping up the alt lines. Yeah, not not great. Uh, and ugh, alt lines. I can't imagine how disappointing that was. Yeah, I went uh, to nine and a half. Yeah, dude. That's, didn't go. Didn't go in that direction. Nope. Ruined. Ruined what was a very good week of picks. Otherwise, and honestly, should have gone that direction. Up fourteen, nothing going into the fourth quarter. Like that should have been an easy W. Take it to the bank. You're good to go. And the Cowboys managed to screw it up. Thankfully, if you're an Eagles fan and, and you know, uh, an NFC East fan, uh, thankfully, that, that's the way it went. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I like the Titans here. I think they control the game. I think Vrabel can dial up a defense that can expose the Packers for what they truly are. And it's a team that, that they, they want to be a running team. They, for some reason, don't call running plays. Um, and I think they're going to fall in love with the whole Watson thing that where he had three touchdowns. I, I just, I, I kind of like the Titans here outright running team that doesn't call running plays. You say, well, yeah, they spent all that money on Aaron Jones. They draft AJ Dillon super high and they just, they, for weeks and weeks, didn't give him the ball. You didn't give Aaron Jones the ball like nearly at all. Um, and you know, you saw what happens when you actually did that this past week. My, my illusion was towards the Philadelphia Eagles, but. Oh, how dare you? Yeah, just utterly ridiculous. I'm with you on this. The uh, the Carolina Panthers, led once again and temporarily by Baker Mayfield, head to Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Biggest line of the week this week, Bavada has the Ravens minus 12. I mean, I know the Panthers beat the Falcons last Thursday in a bizarre meeting. Like I, I can't even understand the matchup, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Um, they got the, they got the win, but it still to me does not compute or make sense. And then mm-hmm. the Ravens are coming off the bye; they're rejuvenated. You hope uh, Mark Andrews is back to one hundred percent health. And you, you know, I I don't see the Panthers. I don't see a path where the Panthers can win this game unless the Ravens get complacent. Like they get up big, they get complacent, and it'll, they allow the Ravens or the Panthers back into it, like they 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 they, they tend to do from time to time. Uh, but I think this is one where it could be a little bit of a laugher and the Ravens kind of stomp. This isn't going to be the latest coming out party from Baker Mayfield? No, sir. <laughs> uh, okay, who starts more games for the Panthers for the rest of the season? Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold? I think Baker's leash is very short, and I think they want to see if there's absolutely anything in Darnold, so I could see Darnold getting that nod. What if we included PJ Walker as well? PJ Walker would get your starts. Man, that is not like that is not good for an organization because look, as much fun as the PJ Walker story was, 
he is just not a very good quarterback. And I'm sorry to knock the former Temple alum, but the guy is not good. Completing less than 60% of his passes, three touchdowns, three interceptions, 731 yards on 106 attempts. The issue is the people are going to look at that game where he led the comeback. I know they lost in overtime. Um, that's the, those they, they're going to pick and choose plays that they want, not the overall statistics and what they're you know what you're actually analyzing and looking at. Look, this the throw that he made was incredible. Every, like nearly every other throw was not correct. He's just PJ Walker is not the future of that organization. I I, I can say that confidently. No, he's a, he's and, a very competent backup. Like that's that's it. High end. It, that's his high end. Yeah. I don't know that I would say very competent backup. Like, I just don't think he's good at all. How about competent well, backup? How about backup? Not a backup works. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just remove the adjectives and we can agree he is, in fact, a backup. The Chicago Bears, fresh off a uh, clutch for the Philadelphia Eagles, lost to the Detroit Lions, head to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Bavada has the Falcons minus three. I, I mean,. Justin Je- or Justin Jefferson, Justin Fields is unbelievable. Like it turns at out, running. well, at running, yes. But turns out, if you play to your quarterback's strengths, which surprise, surprise, is running, um, he can be absolutely dynamic and electric, and make you actually want to tune in to Bears games, which is awesome. Um, it made that that Detroit game, and even the game against Miami two weeks ago, it made it unbelievably entertaining. Where where the Bears were normally a team where like if they're on offense like just ch- turn the channel because nothing fun was ever going to happen. Yeah. Um, but now you can get plays like that. You know, you throw a pick six and then the next drive you go sixty eight yards by yourself and outrun an entire defense. Like I don't think I've seen a guy split a defense like that and go right up the middle since I was in high school. And the guy who did it eventually played in the NFL. So Matt yeah, exactly. Um. No, Darrell Scott, actually. Um, D. Scott. We don't yeah. talk about D. Scott enough on the show. No. Love not, D. Scott. Not nearly enough. Um, Hated D. Scott for a long time. Oh, Hated him. Thought he was an arrogant jerk. Really grew up. Liked D. Scott a lot. Oh, that's uh, good to hear. <laughs> um, but, like, that's that's the kind of playmaking ability that Justin Fields has. So, like, I, I can't hate on that. You know what I mean? Um, and the Falcons, I like – it was just a stinker doesn't even define what they did in Carolina last week. Like yeah. I know there was weather or whatever, but like that was just an overall bad performance. Like, can we get someone other than Marcus Mariota to throw to the people who can actually catch? Like <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired of it. I don't know if Desmond Ritter is anything in the NFL. I have zero idea, but I'd love to at least give it a shot. Yeah. Can I tell you, because I watched, I watched that Lions-Bears game this weekend, I was shocked that teams aren't playing, you know, four fours against Justin Fields. Just make him, make him throw the football. If yeah. The, the game plan has to be, exactly, the game plan has to be, like, I, I made a joke that, and I was half joking, like, forget about a spy. You can leave two spies on Justin Fields. You can have you can play zone spies at linebacker and literally just make him beat you with his arm. 147 yards rushing, 
167 yards passing. More carries than completed passes. Seems bad. Seems bad if you uh if you could just take that away. Like it's it I don't understand. Like as much as I didn't understand the Bears game planning to his actual strengths, um, or one of his strengths. Yeah. I don't understand the defenses that can't figure out like here's what we need to do keep him inside the box make him throw over top of us like that's it's crazy they don't have the outside talent to do that it's not even all on Justin Fields in that case they just don't have like I know everybody was like oh Chase Claypool Chase Claypool like that's fine but when there, there's legitimately still almost nothing else around that <clears throat> um, I don't know what you can do. Justin Fields last year, 12 games, runs for 420 yards and two touchdowns. 10 games this year, 749 yards and six touchdowns. Some would say Matt Nagy didn't know what he was doing. No, that doesn't sound right. By the way, uh, congratulations to Justin Fields on the award that he won and all of how exciting he has been and how people want to watch Bears football. The one thing people aren't talking about is there. During in the midst of this brilliant play on the ground by Justin Fields, uh, they they lost their last three games. Oh yeah, uh, they they most certainly have. But you also have to remember they traded away key pieces of their defense. Like this team. Okay, they, well then they've lost six of their last seven, and we can go right. back before while those players were still on the team. All right, so they're just not good. And was Robert Quinn a key piece of the defense? Because I haven't seen that in Philadelphia yet. That's true. That's very true. But he's getting used to a new scheme, new team. Eh, give him some time. Yeah, he's just enough time for him to leave this offseason. Exactly. And that is the end of that story. <laughs> um, uh, Falcons, yeah. by the way. Falcons cover in this one. That's wise. The Cleveland Browns head to Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills, one of the last games Last couple games without Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. Buffalo minus eight and a half at Bavada. Buffalo lost one of the more bizarre, like in one of the more bizarre ways I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I, there's just so many things to go over in that game. And the Bills, like they should have kind of cakewalked through some of that and let their guard down and, like, I still don't think Josh Allen's 100% healthy. I think that seriously no. contributed to the issues that, you know, he had with interceptions and stuff. And, like, at a certain point, like, when is it smart to, like, hey, man, give it a rest for a second? Like, Oh, last week. The answer yes. last week, before yeah. this game. Yeah, take a week off, et cetera. Like, figure it out. Let's, let's let you heal up a little bit before we do something stupid and get you seriously hurt. And then you see the play where he, like, makes the tackle on the interception and – Stays down. Now, I think that was more frustration than injury, personally. Yeah. Um, but, like, like you can't – you just can't, buddy. Like, yeah, there's too much riding on you and your health to, to do something like that. Yeah, Golden Boy, everyone's presumed MVP on pace to throw 20 picks this year. Not great. Not great. It is not. And they have no running game to speak of. He's their leading rusher, 476 yards. Yeah, they're not. That's the Bills. We may have been a little quick to anoint the Bills the next super team in the NFL. Well, the issue is, is the way they lost in the in the uh, playoffs last year, right? Yeah. They went toe to toe with the team that eventually went to the Super Bowl. Or uh, sorry, that I guess they lost in the AFC Championship, but they were the 
two Fair years point. removed from a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Um, you you went toe to toe. You lost in a, one of the more ridiculous fashion. So naturally, people are going to glom onto you and be like, "This team can dominate. They're the best team in the NFL." Here it is. Von Miller is the missing piece defensively. They still don't have a running game to speak of, which just kills no. Josh Allen. So like, I I don't know. I don't really understand. I I. I I still think the Bills are very good. I just don't know. I just don't know if it's this year that it's going to happen. No, it seems like they can they can use some fine tuning for that roster. Very much so. Very much so. And then the Browns like just give up until Deshaun Watson's back because that. And who knows if he's even going to be good? He hasn't played football like in four he'll, years, so he'll be good. It's going to be infuriating. Sure, but the issue is is like like. It's just they just got absolutely molly whopped by the uh by the the dolphins. A, a like very it, good dolphins team though. Yeah. Well that is that is true, but it was like I think I think there's just something about this team that, that there's the, the franchise is just never never successful. Well, they beat the Steelers in that playoff game a couple years ago. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. Baker Mayfield's finest moment. Yep. And then he came back, played a, a brilliant game against the Chiefs in a game that he lost, unfortunately, literally the best game I've ever seen Baker play. Ball placement was incredible. Comes out that next game. Anthony Schwartz wa- runs the wrong route. Baker gets hurt making a tackle and uh, everything goes to hell. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. It's funny pretty how much. quick that can happen. Also, like maybe maybe take care of your injury and don't try to be the Iron Man and play through it. That's just you know. Yeah, there's. I mean, that's that's the question as to who exactly was pushing behind that because we have heard both sides potentially responsible. But at the end of the day, it is the. I mean, that's tough, right? At the end of the day, it's the player's decision, right? If he doesn't, Always. if he's not comfortable, Always. he he's not going to play. But at the same time, football is such a masculine game. And if people, if like everybody's like, you need to play, you need to play, like you don't want to be the guy who's like, no, I'm too hurt. Not wrong. Definitely not wrong. <laughs> Rub some dirt in it. Go play. Throw 23 interceptions. And yet I still, I, it, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. That One season tweak. broken mentally. Oh, well, that, that too. I mean, that obviously plays on, plays on you. There's no doubt about that. So. Like he's like, the biggest collapse first overall pick since Ben Simmons. How dare you? I mean, backup center Ben Simmons. I mean, makes, makes me so it's happy. it's literally absurd. It's literally absurd. Yeah, I can't sure. I can't believe that's where that's where that's gone over the course of like eighteen months or whatever. Forty-seven points, thirty-nine fouls. I think before, I could do that before tonight's game. You know what? I'm going to still say you can't. And I don't mean any disrespect by that. <laughs> you, I mean, you're probably not wrong, but <laughs> to be fair, so. The, the Detroit Lions coming off a big win, head to New York to take on the New York football Giants. Bavada's got the Giants minus three at home. I, like, I know I didn't see a ton of the Giants-Texans game. It seemed like a... Why a, would anyone? Uh, yeah, exactly. It seemed like a mediocre affair. And the Lions give up a ton of points. I just I think this is going to be a close. The Giants tend to just continue to play in close games, even with bad teams. Like the Texans, I think, what, they lose by six? Something like that. Uh, the, um, the Texans lost by eight, 24 to 16. 
Okay. So, uh, still a one-score game, I guess. Um, so I don't necessarily trust the Gi- I just it's hard for me to continue to trust the Giants. I know they're 7 and 2. I get it. But they seem there's just it seems fraudulent. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's just bias based off of past memories of this franchise over the course of my lifetime. Um, where they've won oh two Super Bowls, which is hilarious. Um, uh, D- Daniel Jones was 13 of 17. For yeah. 197 yards, Saquon Barkley carried the ball 35 times. Seems unsustainable, Chris. I don't know about you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing that if I were the if I were the Giants. Maybe uh, give Matt Breida some carries in a game against the Texans. Just just my my thought there. But uh, hey, Kenny Galladay was back and he got two targets and zero catches. Mix 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 in Matt Breida just a little bit, like just a tiny bit. Let Saquon get a blow on the sidelines for a second and not take 38 hits. Um, you know, yeah, it, caught, it, caught a pass too. 39 hits. Um, it's not great. That's it. That's I, I, I can't trust it. And then the Lions won a game. They won two in a row. They, the Lions somehow have a winning streak. Like, I don't I don't understand how that works. That that almost never happens. Well, you um, see what a winning streak is, Gregory, is when a team accumulates multiple wins in a row. That's they call two. it a winning streak. Yeah, it's, two, it, I, two is multiple. Beat the Packers as a part of it. I know that and, I was going to say that makes them better than the Cowboys. Absolutely crazy to me. Uh, however, I think I think the Lions can cover in this game. They seem to play again. They're a team that even though their defense gives up a zillion points for the most part, they're in almost every game. Uh, maybe I think there was one game where they scored like twenty points in the first half and then didn't score the rest of the game. I think it was the game before the Packers. Uh, but I think I think the, the Lions keep this one close. Lions dynamic offense, dynamically bad defense. That ain't wrong. That ain't wrong at all. Historically bad. It's incredible. Yeah, it's just it's just incredible. The Los Angeles Rams. A lot of question marks. I'm surprised this game is on the board right now. The Los Angeles Rams head to Nolan's to take on. Looks like James Winston. And the New Orleans Saints, Bavada has the Saints minus four at home. I, for one, can't wait to see John Wolford versus uh, Jameis Winston. That's the matchup. At the beginning of the year, you circled a Week 12 game. You were like, I want to see John Wolford, no Cooper Cup, and uh, Jameis Winston go head-to-head. like that. Stafford needs to get back in this game because we really need the Rams to beat the Saints. Well, we definitely do, but also, like, the question, one of the things for the Rams is like, why we've th- this season? I'm not saying it's lost because they don't answers. have first round picks. Well, that too, but you have to try uh, and win. You have no other option. You have no picks. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're you're definitely all right. Well, suit them up. Get get them going. See if Stafford can go. Maybe Allen Robinson will show out for a game uh, or two with this current issue with Cooper Cup having to have ankle surgery. So uh, we'll see. The Saints are. I mean, it's it's just not good. It's just not good for the Saints. They that that Steelers win was like the most telegraphed win ever. Like coming coming into last weekend, it was an easy double dip on Better's Delight. It was a piece yeah. of cake. Um, they're not good. I I have to hope that the Rams defense, because it's nowhere near as banged up as their offense is, can shut down the Saints offense. And and this is like an ugly win, like a, a nine three game. That's feasible. Um, huge, 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 huge loss by the Saints last week. 
Eagles now hold the number four overall pick in the draft. And, uh, you know, let's, let's keep going. If, if, if only Vegas could figure their shit out or Carolina could get another win here and there. So I want that number one pick. That's all I want. It'd be awesome. Wouldn't suck. Especially since the team really needs young talent. Um, Especially yeah. defensively. It's not great. Uh, it's not great. But we'll talk about the Eagles in just a second. The New York football Jets head to New England to take on the New England Patriots. This is the number of the week. Minus three. Nevada has the Patriots minus three at home. We just saw this, what, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, something like yep. that. And and we're running it back very quickly. This time it's in Gillette. Uh, Belichick just always has the Jets number. I know it's, you know, the Jets went out, they beat the Bills, they they were a high horse and all that fun stuff as they... Coming off a bye. I know, as they went into the bye week, and now here we are. I I just, I can't, I can't see the Jets beating the Patriots. I don't care who the quarterback is. (laughs) Literally the last game the Jets played was against the Patriots. I know, and they lost. <laughs> 22 like, to 17. Like, I, I just, I, I, the Patriots just beat the Jets. That's how it is. That's how it's been oh, for 25 I'm, I'm years. Sorry. I'm a liar. The The last game the Jets played was that the Bills win. Yeah. But still. The last game the Jets lost was against the Patriots. How, how was, how's that sound? That is correct. And, and I think this is another one. I like, like the Patriots here. Patriots also coming off a bye. So uh, it's, it's it's going to be an interesting matchup to say the least. I think we're going to learn a lot about Robert Sala and his ability to coach and game plan and make those adjustments. You know, when you play teams in your division that close together, uh, or really just at any point when you play them the second time, making adjustments and changing how you do things hmm, seems like a good idea. Yeah, no, agreed. I'm on the same page as you, my friend. The Philadelphia Eagles travel to Indianapolis, Indiana to take on the Indianapolis Colts. And Bavada has those Colts plus six and a half at home. Listen, I I hmm. watched, and the reason, one of the reasons, uh, the, uh, uh, there are many, but one of the reasons I'm a, a little extra tired uh, after a Tuesday is staying up and watching just a brief, a brief bit of the post-game shows. Oh, uh, I didn't even watch the end of the game. Uh, you, you didn't miss anything. But watching a I missed a KT two hill touchdown apparently. Well, that you did miss. That you did miss. You missed a guy celebrating a penalty like he scored the game winning touchdown in the Super Bowl too. Yeah, the uh, moment the moment Brandon Graham ran into Taylor Heineke and that flag came out, the TV turned off. The celebration of Taylor Heineke was, I mean, we'll put that one in the tickler file for if you ever see Taylor Heineke again as a starter uh, for the Washington Commanders or any team for that matter. Um, but regardless, the sky is, is, is falling. The season is lost. It's everything, everything has come to an end, uh, due to this loss. And listen, it was a bad loss. It's a bad loss to a team that was floundering at the bottom of bottom of your division under 500 would have been a nice win to have in terms of tiebreakers, et cetera. But let's be fair. This team was never going undefeated. The Eagles were never yeah. going undefeated. So uh, th- this takes all that pressure away. It allows you to have a teachable moment if you are a guy like Nick Sirianni who lives for teachable moments. 
Like oh, there, were, there was more than one teachable moment in that game, Greg. Plenty, absolutely plenty. Uh, and I think there, this is a way to rebound. And now you go out and you you play the Indianapolis Colts, who they got their big interim coach bump win against the Raiders. Uh, you know, uh, Jeff Saturday in his debut, absolutely dominating uh, <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders and Josh McDaniels. Um, but I think this is a game where the Eagles, if they get back to the basics, run the football to set up the pass. Don't just go pass crazy. Don't we remember how last year started? Um, then you saw in the second half when they did run the ball, it opened up everything. And if guys just didn't randomly fumble, like that game goes completely differently. So I think okay. the Eagles I, win neither fumble, neither fumble was super random. Dallas Goddard in a play that he be, he was injured on. That's awesome. Um, was one of the most egregious non-calls I've seen in a oh, very terrible. long time. And yeah, Quez's was bad, but let's not, like nobody's talking about the fact that Jalen Hurts significantly underthrew Quez in what should have been an easy walk-in touchdown for Watkins. I don't know about underthrew. It, it could have been yeah, a little bit further he, Quez had to come back to the ball. He was... I don't know, three yards in front of the defensive back, and you're talking about the fat one of the fastest players in the NFL. I, I guess. I I mean, uh, listen, I, I you got to hold on to the ball regardless of whether that's sure. an underthrow or, or whatever. Like if if that's that's your time to shine, that's your play. You can't you can't get up and then proceed to fumble like that. You just can't. For sure, but it also should have been an easy touchdown. You're not wrong. It's the offense. Yeah. Anything that could have gone bad went bad for the Eagles yesterday. It was a disaster. Uh, It is getting as much as like he's on the Philadelphia sports hall of fame, Mount Rushmore. It's getting painful to see Jason Kelsey be this year's version of Jason Peters, where he literally gets hurt every single game. Yet he stays in and he does. plays. No, all, all the credit in the world to Kelsey, but he gets hurt every single game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and every time you get the same concern as he limps off to the sideline, you're like, that, that's that got to be it, right? That's the end of it, and uh, it never is. So no, I that... just kind of assume he'll be back in the game, but <laughs> it's uh, like, and Jason I trust, but yeah, no, it's like, it is the it is the right time to hang it up after this year for Mr. Kelsey. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. There so is. We can a, send him out on top. Yeah. Well, there goes the undefeated season, Greg. Darius <laughs> Slay played his worst game as a Philadelphia Eagle. Just got his lunch handed to him by Terry McLaurin all day. I mean, it, the team made adjustments, and I think that this. I think the Eagles came into this game like, yo, we dominated them the last time. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to go out and go through the motions and we're going to dominate again. And it it was not the case. So, yes, minor technical issues there. <laughs> we, we, we dropped off, which never happens here. We have other problems, but never happens. The drop off never happens. Uh, but, you know, just as the drop off and playing with the Philadelphia Eagles uh, happened last night, it happens to all of us. And we move past it, like you said, teachable moments Greg yeah exactly and uh, you know uh, people acting like the season's over because you lose one game like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that guy I, I I love to be that guy it's like one of my favorite things is to be that guy oh, yeah. And, no yeah that's your by nature you're that guy yeah and trash talk when when bad things happen and say the sky is falling but 
I'll be honest. I'm I'm not as uh, I'm not as concerned with this loss because I think it's something that you can bounce back from, and the Colts are the perfect team to bounce back from it uh, against. I'm not concerned about it as long as this team shows up this weekend. Agreed. 100% agree. If they don't, if this game, and by the way, I like how, I like how Jeff Saturday is like, yeah, I think I'm going to play Matt Ryan. He's better than Sam Ellinger. I mean, that's obvious. That's, that's obvious. But it's weird though, because I, my assumption was always that Frank Wright got fired because he wanted to go back to Matt Ryan. And he didn't want to just lose games for the rest of the season. And Turns then, out not the case. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Weird, weird decision, but uh, we shall see. Eagles have to be more aggressive with the pass rush. They have to blitz more. As soon as they started running the ball and going after the quarterback, the tides turned. They just uh, they couldn't deal with all the mistakes. Couldn't overcome those last mistakes. No, and it yeah, I honestly shot themselves in the foot. Game they should have and probably could have and probably should have won if it wasn't for some uh, unforced errors. So it is what it is. Having said that, still have the best record in the National Football League and also the number four pick in the draft. So things could be worse. Significantly worse. So I'll take it. The Washington Commanders head to Houston to take on the Houston Texans. Can't wait to see this one. Bavada has the Texans plus three at home. And then we don't know Heineke, Wentz, we have no idea. So, like, that's crazy, too. Um, like, the, the, the Rivera was, like, non-committal today, I guess, about whether if Wentz is healthy, if he's the starter. I don't know how you go away from Taylor Heineke. Not that he's been lighting it up statistically, et cetera, but, like, he's he's been able to get them in, in position to win games, and they've, they've yeah. taken advantage of it. And, and Rivera text- literally said – that the reason that his team wasn't at the top of the division with some of the other teams was quarterback play under Carson Wentz. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't see how he's not the starter. I don't see how they don't beat the Texans. It would be very commanders if they do go back and, and lose to the Texans here outright. But uh, the Texans just show me nothing week in and week out. I can't, I can't dare take them in any way, shape or form. I'm fascinated by this next game, not because of, the actual quality of the game, but because of the line, the Las Vegas Raiders who have shown no interest in playing or winning football games over the last month or so head to Denver to take on the Denver Broncos. And the Broncos are only favored by two and a half at Bavada. Josh McDaniels revenge game. Um, I mean, the Broncos, their lost isn't even the, like the best way to describe it. Like, they just have no identity. Offensively, they trade Bradley Chubb, so defensively, there goes that identity. Like, I guess, cool, Pat Sertan Jr., um, or Pat Sertan II. Um, like, that's nice. But uh, overall, like, they've, they, they couldn't have lost a trade any worse than you did when they traded for Russell Wilson. It's Yeah, it was bad. And, and you hired the guy who was supposed to be the guy you brought in so Aaron Rodgers would come. Like... So that, and it turns out Aaron Rodgers knew better. Very, very different quarterback style. So not, not exactly sure what that decision making is, but regardless, uh, the Raiders are just an incompetent football team as well. Everybody's hurt going on IR. They, they can't score. They can't stop anybody. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. It'd be amazing if Josh McDaniels lasts through the season into next year. And Mark I know Davis they, says he's doing a great job. 
Oh, I know they said that. They said like he has our full support, and I, I that that feels disingenuous to me. I don't know. Like they're just a, such an incompetent team that could genuinely be the truth. That's you're not. Uh, that listen, bad franchises stay bad for a reason. Uh, I, I kind of have to take the Broncos here. Like I don't know. Yeah, how can you not? Although it is crazy to me that this suggests on a neutral site. The Raiders are a half a point better than the Broncos. That's what it suggests. And I don't know how to, I don't know what to believe. These were supposed to be two teams competing in the most competitive uh, division in the league coming into the season. And they are just bringing up the rear in the worst way possible. Well, they're the reason it has not been the most competitive division. Exactly. It is. Yeah. Confusing beyond belief. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals head to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bavada has the Steelers plus four and a half at home. I mean, we saw this game week one. It was wonky. It was crazy. The Steelers pulled off the, the late game heroics. It probably should have been a tie. And instead, they they went to one and no. The Bengals, I know Jamar Chase will still be out, uh, but they're coming off their bye week after just Joe Mixoning uh, hmm. the Carolina Panthers the week before. So, like where where do they lie in terms of offensive like offensive output? It's a division game. It's in Pittsburgh. This is this is a tough one. Pittsburgh doesn't lose with TJ Watt. That's like a thing. Um, but I no Minka though. Uh, yeah, that I think that matters in a team against a team that has even without Jamar Chase a bunch of weapons that they can get the ball to through the air. I, I kind of like the Bengals to roll in this one. This is another crazy line here. The Dallas Cowboys head to Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Vikings. Bavada has the Vikings one point underdogs at home. I, baffling. Bad, I, mean, I guess if you want to say, hey, like without one of the more ridiculous catches, if not the most ridiculous catch of all time by Justin Jefferson, they lose to the Bills without a freak snap fumble uh, in the end in their own end zone. Like they lose to the Bills. Like there, there's a lot of ifs and and buts in that game, and obviously, you know, you can't you can't just pretend that that like isn't a thing, because um, the, the that does matter in the long run. Um, but to me, having the Cowboys favorite is is absolute pure insanity. I think the Vikings can easily win this game. The Vikings are eight and one. They're four and zero at home, and they're home dogs. Load up on them, buddy. Load up on them. This game terrifies me, though. I, I, I would avoid this game like the plague. It terrifies me. The one thing I like is the over at 47 and a half. But, yeah, no. I, when I see a line like this, and to, to some extent that, that Raiders-Broncos line we looked at, too, like that's, that's just an avoid for me. Probably for good reason. I mean, sometimes you got to learn to stay away. It's usually my issue. Your issue is parlaying 38 things together. How dare you? I, I abandoned that strategy. Even though you're, even though you're in uh, first place. They they say water finds its level and fella, who it's finding it. It is finding it. I'm afraid to send these records over for the week to Mike. <laughs> oh, you're the one do you you uh, do the records? I assumed that was all your social media guy. No, I do all the tracking of every pick, and then I send. I don't total anything. I used to do that in the beginning. I would total everything and then have Mike double check it. Now I just 
mark wins and losses and what the unit payout is, and I let Mike do everything else with a spreadsheet. Goddamn Weldstone. Uh, the <laughs> look zero zero full time. You don't expect that that offense almost never a... happens in soccer. Stupid, Greg. It's stupid. We watch ninety they, minutes of exercising, and they were pl- exactly right. And they were playing literally to. They're playing for promotion right now, and you you can't just just get one. Ollie Palmer had a shot. Aaron Hayden had a shot. Ugh. I know. I know soccer now. You're in. I know things about soccer. I try. I bought FIFA and I was playing with Wrexham. Lasted one game. I'll probably never turn it on again. Uh, yeah, with that game, like if you're playing online, you have to play, you have to play with one of the top like five teams in the world or else it's just not fun. I'm not going to play online. I'm not going to play anything. I'm just done. I'm just not going to ever, not going to ever put it back in playing some God of War Ragnarok and, uh, it's my day now, although I don't really have much time to play video games. I've been playing the new, the new Call of Duty came out. So I've been dipping in that a little bit because I haven't, haven't turned it on yet. Yeah, the new the new Warzone comes out tomorrow. I'm interested to see how long I last. I, I mean, they the first Warzone was such a an event in my life, and I know part of it was probably coincided with the pandemic and I wasn't going Absolutely. anywhere. So playing video games at night was like a nice reprieve. Um, but like now, like uh, there there's text messages flying like, "Oh, who wants to play a little Call of Duty before tomorrow?" Like new, the Warzone launches. I have. I I couldn't imagine turning that on right now, like not yeah. even a question. Um, and the crazier part is like Warzone, the original map was so fun. We played it for so many hours. They then we got bored of it. Eh, we need a new map. Need a new map. They released a new map. It was garbage. It was complete trash. That's how it um, always is. And then now it's a full revamping. Uh, you know everything's going to be d- d- upgraded. It's a different map. It's etc. It's new this and that they've made changes. And I just have a feeling, I have a feeling I'm going to last like two weeks and be like, guys, I, I can't, I can't stay up till one o'clock in the morning playing video games anymore. At, uh, at one point when I had a little bit of a little, little bit of spare cheddar, I ordered, a, I pre-ordered a bunch of video games for like the end of the year. And it was, it was God of war. It was, uh, modern warfare. And it was a plague tale requiem. I have not installed either Modern Warfare or A Plague Tale yet. Literally just they're sitting there. Sounds about right. The God of War franchise, I just wish it wasn't PlayStation exclusive. Is it something I would play? I she's I enjoyed those a PlayStation. Games. Oh yeah. Let me just let me just go to the PlayStation Fairy and have the PlayStation Fairy grant me a PlayStation. Dude, I saw them. If you want to get if if you you all you have to get you have to get a bundle and you can get it. I, I saw bundles available like two days ago. The the yeah. Horizon bundle was available. I think there was an MW uh, Modern Warfare bundle. These bundles cost money, Chris. I don't think they're understand all how money free, works. Greg. They're all free. Well, if that's the case, they're all free. Gambling troubles, 1 800 Gambler. <laughs> if, that were only, if that were only the reason and not uh, having a family. And bills. You got to put the family to work, Greg. Mm, not wrong. When can how they can get the, their working papers? How can those kids earn some money? I mean, look, if this was if this was the olden days, they could be in the mines already. Oh, coming home with the black lung be an yeah, issue. 
and that oh, would be but an with, issue. with the paycheck though. With the paycheck, maybe they find maybe they find a gold nugget while they're working. Double and triple time. I hear Smuggle you. Smuggle it out. Um. Anyway, I'll play video games at some point, but no, <laughs> I just I always intend to. Like I always think, I oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna play these. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. And then either like it takes a second for me to get into it, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I got so many other things to do. I have so much work to do. Or I just never install it. I probably own six games I've never installed. I don't uh I don't do the beers thing very often anymore as as an adult. Um, but one of like one of I guess it was maybe a month ago. Uh I I forget where we went. We went somewhere and we came home. And everybody was asleep, and I was like, "Oh, play, you know, oh, the new NHL came out. The new some, uh, the new PGA came out. Uh, let's buy these at full price for zero reason and never play them. Cool. <laughs> let's do that. Um, I guess I have EA Play, so it's not completely full price, but it's not yeah. a significant enough discount to really make a difference. It's like six bucks. Um, but it's the same thing. Like I think I played like four rounds on PGA and haven't touched it since. NHL, I played like two games online. I went one and one, and I was like, "Damn good." And FIFA, it's the same thing. It just they just sit there and they don't get played anywhere near enough. Now, I will say, if I had more where my where my video games are in the same office that my lovely wife uses, and she's on the phone for most of the day, so like. During the day, it's not that it's not an option. I just don't want to be in there. Hey, you're hey, while you're working, <laughs> while you're working, I have an hour and twenty minutes I can kill, and I'm gonna play three games of FIFA real quick. Can, can you please be quiet? Yeah, like that. That seems that seems egregious. I think that doesn't help. Um, but well, the good the yeah. good news is if you do that once, you're gonna have plenty more time to play video games because that might be the end of your marriage. <laughs> you're not. Yeah, you're not wrong. Not wrong. So. Yeah, I don't know. They just they've just fallen by the wayside. I'm sure eventually this had I went through a lull a couple years ago, same kind of thing where I just never turned it on. It sat in our living room at our old house and just collected dust essentially until uh until eventually I started playing video games again and but instead we're here and I don't play anywhere near as regularly as I used to. Still well, buy them. Yeah, me too. And I'll tell you, like, I try to convince myself that if you don't want to play this game right now, you should not buy this. No, um, and especially with the sports games. Like, if you just wait, if you just wait until, like, three to four months after they're released, maybe six months, they go on crazy sale, especially oh, probably, that applies for everything. Yeah. Why, why? Why did I need? Why did I need Madden that I've never completed one full game of since I purchased it? Like <laughs> the day it was released, I, I played Madden a little bit, but uh, some of the other ones I struggled. And now I'm like, hmm, PSVR two is up for pre-sale today. I that's only five hundred and fifty dollars more than the console itself. Seems like a good move. And uh, Alexa bought me PSVR for like Christmas or birthday or something years ago and i was like this is cool and then i kind of stopped playing it because it, it the motion stuff was making me sick and then i bought a meta quest too and i'm like oh vr is so cool and then i kind of just haven't turned it on in like three months and now i'm like oh psvr too this will be the one that gets me into it yep, 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 yep. i have no interest in the vr stuff 
Can't do it. The MetaQuest 2 is cool. It is cool technology. I will say that. I I was doing the um I was doing like the walking tours of of like Italy and stuff like that. And it's super cool in like in 4K and 8K. I'm sure it is. Like it's awesome. It looks like you're there. You can look around, see stuff. And I did one of the cl- one of those like climb things with whoever that Alex Hamold or whatever the hell yeah. the most the most famous free climber in the world did one of them and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." And then I just, you know, I never turned it back on. I don't know. I don't blame you. Consumerism, Gregory. It's the, it's the way of the world. Anyway, we have two more games to get through real quick here. The Kansas City Chiefs head to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. And Bavada has those Chargers plus seven at home. Really excited to watch the Chargers two weeks in a row on Sunday Night Football. Shout <laughs> out shout out the scheduling gods. I don't know what to think about the Chargers. Like they, they just they have no one offensively. Like everybody's hurt. Josh yeah. Palmer, I guess, is your number one receiver. Uh, Carter had a really nice touchdown and then a really nice long catch where he probably should have scored a second time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just overall, nothing, nothing. I, 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 they're they're too injured to be good. Isn't that a thing? Um, so I don't know. I don't know about them. This, if there's ever a time to announce your your like legitimacy, this is the time against the seven and two Chiefs team. Um, For sure. But I, I I just don't know if it's in the cards. The Chiefs roll through another victory, like just ho hum. Kadarius Tony's here. Hey, he's gonna score a couple touchdowns. Um, <laughs> we don't even need to use Clyde Edwards Hilaire. We got uh, Jarek McKinnon and everybody else. Who cares? Um, so I think. I think that this stadium is going to be filled with Chiefs fans, and I think it's a Chiefs romp, unfortunately, for the Chargers and their uh, fan in Los Angeles. And coming to you live from Estadio Azteca in Mexico City, the San Francisco 49ers take on the Arizona Cardinals Monday night football in Mexico, and Bavada has the Cardinals plus eight at home. Well, in, Me- in Mexico. If it's Kyler Murray, I don't. I still don't even know if they can keep it close. If it's Colt McCoy, just I. I don't see how that's. I don't see how that's gonna withstand the pass rush of the 49ers. The 49ers seem a little bit too dialed in um, for me to to go against the Cardinals. Really, or sorry to go against them in any way, especially against a team that seems unbelievably dysfunctional still, uh, like the Cardinals. So. Uh, I, I like the 49ers to roll here. McCaffrey continues to get comfortable with the offense. Um, I think they're clicking uh, exactly where they need to be to, to start to man- make their maneuver to overtake the Seahawks. We'll see if it happens, but I think this is this is where it begins. By the way, I really hope that the Packers manage to win this weekend because I would really like this game next Sunday night to be you know, interesting rather than like, oh, the Packers stink and they're taking on the Eagles who are coming off of a loss from the Colts. Yeah. I <laughs> I I have I God, I really hope not, buddy. I can't I can't do two losses in a row to the to the commanders and the Colts. Jeff Saturday football. Oh God. High school coaches winning games in the NFL. Maybe being a coach isn't that hard. Is that a thing? 
maybe not having to to call your own plays and really just being like the middleman guy and be like, hey, you run the defense today. You run the offense. I'm going to give the cool, inspiring speech and then on the headset every once in a while ask, like, what the hell's going on here when something goes wrong? Well, kudos to the – I forget what his name is, Nathan something, who who was calling plays for the Colts for the first time, the first time he's ever called plays at any level. They had no one on the staff that had ever called a play in a game before. And hey, they they came out with the win. If there was ever a time to do it, that was the time. Well, this is the time to wrap up the show for this week. I've been Chris Horwardell. He's been Greg Crone. This has been your wrong, and here's why. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.